Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Rusk Report program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Back by popular demand, we're having another program on the employer support of the Guard and Reserve. Today with us, we have Mo Nalon, the area chairman for the employer support of the Guard and Reserve, and Bill Cleary, New York State Director of Ombudsman Affairs for the Employer Support of the Guard and Reserve. Now, I've known uh, Mo Nalon since I've been a little kid and a wonderful civic leader. Uh, he went to high school uh, with me at Williamsville South, a graduate of Colgate University. He's a principal with the Financial Architects, a financial planning firm and Design Settlement Services, a firm that specializes in structured settlements. Bill Cleary uh, went to high school in Ridley College. That's where my Rotary Club has had programs in St. Catharines, Ontario. Also went to Canisius College. He's Director of Human Relations at Duntire Incorporated. So uh, both these gentlemen donate a lot of their time for the employer support of the Guard and Reserve which is so important to our national defense and safety for people in the United States of America. Please, uh, gentlemen, Mo and Bill, tell us what is the employer support of the Guard and Reserve, better known as ESGR? Well, um, Brian, I thought what I'd do is I'll just give kind of an overview. And then because Bill is our state director for the Ombudsman program, I want to spend some time uh, on that particular part of our mission. But our overall mission, it started in 1972 when we went to a, uh, a citizen soldier, an all-military, all-civilian all and volunteer military. And, and our initial ESGR's initial uh, task, if you will, or, or uh, uh, narrative, was to assist in the res resolution of conflict arising from an employee's military commitment. And since that time... The, the mission has expanded. There are really three components to it, uh, Brian, one being uh, military outreach. We want to let our guardsmen and reservists, we want them to know that there is a group that operates under the aegis of the Department of Defense. ESDR is a nonprofit. It's the only nonprofit that operates under the Department of Defense that we have a, uh, that there is an organization uh, to which they can contact uh, if they're, you know, uh, uh, have, uh, you know, family issues, uh, uh, employment issues, and they, they need some organization, kind of a, an umbrella organization to, 
to point them in the right direction. So military outreach is a very important component of our overall mission. And the way that we discharge that is when people uh, are deployed or when, or when individuals return from foreign lands um, or a uh, domestic deployment, uh, we will meet with them, uh, underscore the, uh, uh, the facilities that are available uh, through ESGR, and just kind of give them a, a, a general, uh, general kind of educational update. Employer outreach, which is a very, very important part of our three-prong uh, commitment, uh, it really uh, has to do with educating employers and letting them know what a great value proposition it is to hire guardsmen and reservists. Um, they understand chain of command. They're responsible. They, they're timely. Uh, they, uh, guardsmen and reservists uh, make great leaders and great employees. So uh, our, our, our mission is also to, um, uh, to educate employers. And one of the ways that we do that, Brian, is um, when we meet with an employer, for that employer to uh, underscore the fact that they uh, recognize the dual mission of some of their employees, they can sign what's called a statement of support. And it's a nice framed document that they can put right in their, in their corporate lobby. And it, 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 it lets the public know that, yes, we have people that serve a dual mission. Not only are they working at our company, but they're also... Uh, uh, spending time working to protect our freedoms and our way of life. Then the third component is the ombudsman program. More often than not, if there is an employee issue with an employer, more often than not, it's a it's a, a, a lack of understanding. It's it's a it's a, a lack of communication. Which I, I, I guess you could say that that's part of the human condition. You know, oftentimes uh, it's it's just uh, our, our our inability to to communicate effectively with uh, with another individual. So what the ombudsman program does, and again, I'll, I'll turn this over to Bill for a, a, a further uh, further discussion. But the ombudsman program uh, doesn't advocate for the uh, citizen soldier. It doesn't advocate for the employer. What it does is it really advocates for the employment relationship. And with that, I'm going to let Bill expand on that a little more, and then we'll we'll touch on a few more points uh, before your uh, show uh, draws to a conclusion. So, Bill Cleary. Please. Good, good morning, Brian. Good morning. Uh, and, and, and thanks for having us. My yeah, pleasure. So the, so the ombudsman program, we have uh, 12 ombudsmen uh, scattered throughout New York State. And we probably work about uh, roughly about 80 cases a year. And as Mo had said, that a lot of times it's just a misunderstanding where you have an employer who doesn't necessarily know what their responsibility is when it comes to uh, the guardsmen and reservists and what the what the rights and uh, duties are when it comes to their when they leave for deployment or their uh, doing their monthly drill, and a lot of times uh, there's just some confusion on what the uh, guards, guardsmen or the reservists is able to do or not do. There's also many times that there's confusion on the reservist side as well. So we have a, a code, it's, it's USERA, Uniform Services Employment and Reemployment Rights Act, and this is really part of the Department of Labor. So it's it's uh, it's the employment uh, code that we deal with when a conflict arises. And basically, Brian, what happens is we 
uh, get in touch with the employer, and in most cases, it's the human resource department if if the company has one. And what we will uh, try to do is, through the flow of information, let each of the parties understand what their uh, rights and responsibilities are as it relates to the reserve uh, service duty. Um, and as I said, we we work about 80 cases a year. I think it's a it's a fantastic program because uh, it really helps uh, the employer and the reservists understand, you know, what they need to do. Uh, and as Mo stated, I think very well that employing a reservist is a great thing for the company because um, you get somebody who's, as Mo said, follows the chain of command, understands uh, how to how to do things, and you really get a great employee. So that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Well, and Bill, um, it's interesting that uh, Brian. I know that mm-hmm. your your listeners uh, are all along the uh, the Eastern Seaboard, but for those of your listeners in the in the Western New York area, um, one of the things that uh, that we do through employer the employer outreach portion of our program is tip uh, from time to time we will have gatherings for employers where we can tell them a little bit more about ESGR and we usually do it in a, in a setting it's either at an air base uh, our most recent employer uh, gathering was um, uh, the the Friday of the Blue Angels air show in Buffalo and um, we had a, a tent with a, and served lunch and so on and invited a, a number of employers to come out so that we could give them a briefing on ESGR and also enjoy what Anybody who's ever seen them is is really an extraordinary program. Um, one thing I will do, Brian, before the end of the show, I'll, I'll say this again, but for employees who also wear a uniform, it's important that they go to esgr.mil because uh, there's a lot there's a lot of information for the guardsmen and reservists about um, uh, contacting an ombudsman, uh, just a whole host of information that they would find relevant and and helpful similarly for employers to go to esgr.mil because they they too will find a a, just a a a a great depth of information uh, that that helps with um, uh, their understanding of of why it makes sense to hire a guardsman or a reservist so that's an important website the esgr.mil Well, we're learning a great deal from two gentlemen who give countless hours to their community with the employer support of the Guard and Reserve. And we started doing programs on this uh, 20, 30 years ago with George Meeser, who was involved with this. And uh, he told these thrilling stories where he went around the country in the military aircraft to help promote the employer support of the Guard and Reserve. So we're very happy to have Mo Nalon area chair for the employer support of the guard and reserve and bill cleary new york state director of ombudsman affairs for the employer support of the guard and reserve if you're listening in chictawaga or montreal or washington dc to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power on espn am 1520 drop us a note we have received letters as far away as scandinavia new zealand please write to brian rusk espn radio 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14.
888-222-8226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding recent guests, Charlie Joyce, National Republican Committeeman from New York State, Ralph Moore, Erie County Board of Elections, and Margaretha Javits, author of a new book on European folklore. Coming up, we're going to have Don Postles with WIVB-TV and noted political consultant Carl Calabrese. A little plug here, summer is a time for the three R's, rest, relaxation, and reading. Enjoy your summer and get your copy of the Ampol Legal News. Historic and cultural features from the Polish-American perspective can be delivered to your door each week for less than 60 cents. The Ampo Legal is offering a hot deal for new subscribers. Just six months for $16. Call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. And mention ESPN AM 1520 Radio. This special offer is good through August 31st and is for new subscribers only. Again, call 716-835-9454. Then get ready to read and relax. A little more information about our guests. Again, Mo Nalon is also director of the Buffalo Renaissance Foundation and director of the Regional Traffic Alliance. And Bill Clearly, similarly, is a director of the Buffalo Renaissance Foundation and the Regional Traffic Alliance. Um, Every year you have, I believe, an award ceremony, and I know we've been talking about doing this uh, hopefully at the Buffalo Club with Major General Bo Dias. What is this ceremony where you present these um, certificates? What is that all about, Mo Nalon and Bill Cleary? Well, um, uh, Brian, and first of all, Brian, as you noted earlier, uh, we've known each other since we were kids, and that's the first time I've ever heard of your paper. So I'll uh, I'll definitely subscribe. Yeah, the Ampo um, Legal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good conservative it, 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 ethnic paper. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, but uh, so typically, what we do at this luncheon is we confer a couple of scholarships through Buffalo Renaissance Foundation Incorporated, which is a um, a, a nonprofit uh, community foundation. And as you noted, Bill and I are both directors uh, with uh, Buffalo Renaissance. And uh, we also, one of the things that, one of the things that um, uh, uh, employers who are particularly sensitive to the mission of the Garden Reserve and who have gone out of their way to be supportive of that mission, uh, from time to time, ESGR uh, uh, confers what's called a Seven Seals Award. Uh, eventually, now that we have the uh, Space Force, we'll have to change that name to the Eight Seals Award. Okay. But at this point, the Pentagon still refers to it as the Seven Seals Award. And so we'll confer to people who have, have uh, been particularly helpful to ESDR and to the mission of the Garden Reserve. There'll be a, a number of people who will receive that Seven Seals Award. Uh, there will also be some people that, uh, that sign statements of support and, as noted, um, we we uh, usually uh, will uh, confer a couple of scholarships. Typically, that luncheon, Brian, as you know, takes place on or about the uh, uh, Veterans Day. We're moving it this year to early October in uh, 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 in an attempt to uh, uh, more uh, easily uh, comport with uh, uh, General Dias Dias's uh, schedule. So that's really. It, it, it's the, the luncheon that's usually the Veterans Day luncheon will be in, in early October. And uh, it's always a great event. Uh, and uh, 
again, we uh, will confer some Seven Seals awards and a couple of uh, a couple of scholarships that uh, Buffalo Renaissance Foundations, um, uh, their you know through their resources. Bill, did you want to add something on this very important event, which I believe will take place at the Buffalo Club in Buffalo? No, I, I think Mo covered it quite well, and uh, he, he does a great job as the chairman in putting it together. Um, the only thing that, that I would add, it's, it's just it's great to have the employers show up um, and learn more about ESGR and understand what the mission's all about. That's it. Very good. Now, if we have, listening to the program, a major employer in Buffalo, West Seneca, Clarence, who would like to employ um, the guard and reserve in, let's say, a factory, business office, light assembly plant, how do they go about getting these people employed? Well, Brian, we, um, if, if they, uh, I would say the, the, the best bet on that, um, Bill, would, as far as, the, you know, actually looking for employees, that would probably be, we really support the efforts of, of people that are employees. But um, that's an interesting question, Brian. I guess when the when they're speaking with you know different uh, employment agencies to let those employment agencies know that um, they're very much uh, uh, military friendly and that um, they would they don't consider it a, a any sort of a uh, a negative but but in fact would consider it a very positive thing that they're looking for this particular person for this particular skill set and by the way we'd be very happy to have that person also serve in the Guard and Reserve. I think that's the, the best bet for them to go through their normal channels for uh, adding employees, but to do it with the understanding that they're very friendly toward the Guard and Reserve and that they would look at that as a, as a positive element with a person on a person's resume. Uh, Bill, is there you know, an email address or a phone number where people can call to activate this program? You know, I, um, I I would just I would add that you know you've, we've got the the air base in Niagara Falls, and you probably have a couple thousand reservists there, Brian. And that if uh, an employer in the area is looking to connect, they could reach out to I I believe their civilian affairs or their public affairs office, and let them know that they're looking for employees. Um, I would say that if anybody had questions because I quite often will have employers contact me asking about how a particular rule applies. Anybody could contact me via email, uh, sending it to bill.cleary, C-L-E-A-R-Y, at dontire.com, D-U-N-N-T-I-R-E.com. Yeah, why don't you repeat that one more time if someone's lunging for pencil? Sure. It's my my email is bill dot cleary c l e a r y at duntire dot com d u n n t i r e dot com. Very good. We, and, yes. And Brian, if, if there's somebody in the community that would like to volunteer and assist with our ESGR mission, again, I would encourage them to go to esgr dot mill. And um, there, there, there's a, a very clear line. There's a, there's a tag, or there's a, uh, one of the tabs is, uh, you know, how to volunteer. 
Uh, one of the tabs is uh, employer issues. One of the tabs is uh, uh, USERA, which is the, the law that governs the relationship between a guardsman reservist and their employer. So it's chock full of information. So uh, I would use that as a starting point. Bill makes a great point with the airbase, and I would just um, I'd tag along on that on that comment and say that uh, people that are looking for uh, uh, guardsmen and reservists also can contact the Naval Operations Support Center, the NASC, over on Porter Avenue in Buffalo. And uh, their public affairs person as well would would probably be in a position to point them to uh, eligible guardsmen and reservists who are, are looking for employment. And that's so ESGR.MIL. Yes, that's correct. Okay, very good. Uh, ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. Again, uh, we have uh, two tremendous leaders in the Western New York community on our program, Mo Nalon, Area Chair for the Employer Support of the Guard and Reserve, and Bill Cleary, New York State Director of Ombudsman Affairs for Employer Support of the Guard and Reserve. They donate their time to make sure this program is very successful, and we're grateful for them to be on the program. They are also directors with the Amherst Gaelic League. So it's a wonderful effort, and we thank you for donating your efforts. Um, again, if, you, if someone is listening in uh, West Seneca, Buffalo, Toronto, or Manhattan, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Um, let's talk a little bit about what you do in your roles with the employer support of the Guard and Reserve. Mo is area chair, and Bill Clary is New York State Director of Ombudsman Affairs. Um, tell us about what you do in these positions. Well, Brian, as I mentioned, one of the one of the, uh, the uh, our three three legged uh, uh, mission, if you will, is employer outreach, and uh, one of the ways that uh, that employers can be recognized uh, by an employee is uh, an employee who uh, feels, and this doesn't have to be the man or woman in the corner office, it doesn't have to be the owner of the company, but when an employee has a supervisor, a manager, a company owner that have been particularly sensitive to uh, their dual role as an employee and a, a certain member of our um, armed forces community, they can nominate that person for what's called a Patriot Award. And a Patriot Award is something that, again, it's given to that, that supervisor, manager, uh, uh, company owner, um, to uh, reflect the fact that they have so supportive of the of the uh, um, uh, volunteer military support, uh, and and what what Bill and I will do if if somebody receives a Patriot Award, we will actually go to that company, and we do it you know we do it based on their workflow, and it's, we don't want to be disruptive, but whether it's during coffee or at the end of the shift or the beginning of a shift, we'll meet with the uh, person who's getting the who's receiving the patriot award the, the manager or supervisor along with the person who's nominated them and we'll take a couple pictures we'll have a cup of coffee and it just it's a good team building it's a good team building event to let to let other employees know that the the company 
with whom or with which they work is supportive of the Guard and Reserve and supportive of those people who help to protect our way of life and 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 the freedoms that we uh, that we enjoy as Americans. Uh, it's it's interesting also, Brian, in the statement of support. Uh, the first one, your listeners may find this of interest, that the first statement of support was signed in 1972 by General Motors. Hmm. Uh, they, uh, when, when, uh, when the Department of Defense first organized uh, ESGR as a nonprofit subsidiary, they, they went to you know, large Fortune 500 companies and said, we need your support. And General Motors was the first one that saluted the flag, so to speak. And so the uh, the very first statement of support, the same statement of support that you know your listeners uh, that that those employers can sign. The first one was signed by General Motors way back in 1972, in what we like to call the George Meeser era. A very fine man who was on this program five times. Uh, he had this role that uh, Mo and Bill are filling his shoes at this time. Bill, tell us about your role as uh, director of Ombudsman Affairs. So uh, what, what we have, Brian, as I mentioned before, we have 12 other ombudsmen scattered throughout New York State. And whenever uh, a conflict or a situation arises between the reservist and the employer, what I will do, I, I have an assistant uh, ombudsman director, Bill McLean, who lives in Rochester. And what we will do between the two of us is we... Um, uh, assign the cases to those ombudsmen and then try and help work through any of the issues and coach them through uh, the particular situation to, to hopefully find a resolution. All the ombudsmen go through special training um, uh, through ESGR to help them understand their role as a ombudsman. And really, Brian, what it is, is as Mo had said earlier, is we try to mediate the situation. We can't solve every situation, but what we're really there to do is to try and uh, flow or, or provide information on what everybody's rights and responsibilities are, and then hopefully uh, either the employer makes the right decision or is supportive of that reservist situation, or in some cases, Brian, the reservist is in holding up their end of the bargain and need to make sure that they're doing what they're uh, supposed to be doing. So it's a really, it's a good program. I think it's uh, very valuable. I've had uh, several employers over the years of doing this that will call me months later and say, geez, we just had this situation. We want to make sure that we're following the program accordingly. What do we do? So it's a, it's a, it's a great resource for employers, and I encourage any of your listeners out there to uh, get in touch with either myself or Mo, uh, because Mo is also an ombudsman. He's one of our 12, and uh, uh, will help work through any situations you may have. Uh, and, Brian, I, yes, know that, uh, I know that the time draws uh, near to conclusion, but um, I, I also wanted to mention the two gentlemen that preceded us. We mentioned George Neeser, mm-hmm. but in the early days of ESDR, Gene Gollin and Fred, and Fred Dentinger, both uh, like George, gentlemen who have uh, who have passed away, but they were the guys that uh, that that really got Western New York going with ESGR in the very early days when it was first formed by the Department of Defense. And um, all three of those guys, great guys, George Meeser, Gene Gollin, and uh, and Fred Dettinger, and they're really 
in large measure responsible for what a great uh, uh, committee we have in Western New York today. It was really those gentlemen who got it started. And I would leave your listeners with a couple thoughts. If you are an employer, go to ESGR.mil. Okay. I'm sorry. We have to bring this to a close. We've run out of time. Special thanks for this enlightening program with the employer support of the Garden Reserve, Mo Nalon, Area Chair, and Bill Clary, New York State Director of Ombudsman Affairs. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years. Thank you for teaching us so much about the employer support of the Garden Reserve. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.